Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 207. It's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. That's what I'm talking about. You know, you know, guys, I always say my, my the sweet spot of the weekend for me, even though I love the whole weekend, is right after work on Friday and into Saturday morning. Like, oh, yeah, I always get up early on Saturday morning, spend some time with the Lord. Uh, it's so good. Great, 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 great times with the Lord have been had on Saturday mornings, early Saturday mornings. So um, before we get started, uh, today is March 31st, 2023. It is the final day of March. We are going to, dare I say, March into April. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. Um, if you guys are listening on Spotify, make sure to give us a follow. We really appreciate that. Re- really appreciate that. And if you are listening on the app, you can rate us. You do not have to rate us a five star. You can give us an honest review. Uh, we like honesty. So, um, but five star reviews are awesome. And if that is, you're like, no, really, five star. I'll say, okay, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Um, All right, guys, my guest today, he's been on a couple of times. I um, I just think this guy's an amazing example of um, being a light in a dark place, being the salt of the earth. Um, He's a great guy. He is an evangelist. He's an author. He's also the founder of Compassion to Action. We're going to be talking about all kinds of good stuff today. Let's give it up for my guest today, Chris Overstreet. Overstreet, woo! What is happening, Jeff? How are you? Good, man. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, we're going to be talking about all kinds of good stuff today. All kinds but of stuff. we are going to jump right into testimonies, all right? Testimonies are great for a lot of different reasons. Why are testimonies important, Chris? You know, the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. So if the Lord did it uh, one time, it reminds us that he can do it again. The testimony of Jesus Christ, really, it keeps our mind continually renewed on who Jesus is and and what he's able to do. And uh, and so these testimonies that that we listen to can feed us and nurture us Mm -hmm. and empower us. That's right. And even those testimonies of your own of going, hey, if kind of like David and Goliath, right? He's like, I've killed the lion and the bear. What's this uncircumcised Philistine? I no problem. God can do it. And so I think also having those experiences of yourself, of God coming through um, to remind yourself and encourage yourself and be like, Hey, if God could do that, he can do this. Um, so uh, yeah. All right. So you do these gospel trucks. Uh, which are pretty awesome. Tell people what those are again, for those who have no idea what they are. What is a gospel truck? Yeah. So a gospel truck is we have a mobile stage that we take around the nation. We have a large one and then we also have a small one and we're getting a few uh, smaller ones uh, this year as well. But essentially it is, um, it's a stage on wheels. It's a transformer. We roll into a community, we gather churches and leaders together and, uh, and we preach the gospel open air in regions and see people get saved healed and delivered and uh and so we've got our large version and then we've got our small version Mm, so cool all right so we do have a video i don't know when you want to play that 
uh, because you're going to, we're just going to talk about some really cool testimonies that have come out of this, some fruit that's come out of this. Uh, so how, whatever order you want to do it in, Chris, I'll follow your lead. Yeah, let me share some testimonies. We partnered with some some great ministries um, in um, in the Tennessee area, just outside of Nashville last weekend. And we saw God just move in a powerful way. Let me just kind of highlight a ministry that we that we partnered with. It's called Harvest Sound. And these guys for the last three years, every Friday, they have a time of worship and intercession. And then they send people out on the streets. And they're all young people. I mean, they're wow. all young people. I mean, these guys are in their early 20s and they just love the Lord, passionate about preaching the gospel. And Nashville, Tennessee, on the weekends, I mean, there are a ton of people out on the streets partying. And these guys go on the streets and preach the gospel. And so they do open air. They've got like this truck that they literally, a pickup truck that they put speakers in, and then they just open air preach the gospel. I'm talking about young people just only preaching the gospel. And then they got all these people that are out and about just one-on-one evangelism, share the gospel. And God did some amazing things this last Friday, just on Friday night alone. Wow. And so you guys partnered with them? Yeah, we partnered with them and uh, I did some training and equipping and then we sent people out on the streets. And I mean, there was there was people getting healed on the streets. You know, Mitchell that I just introduced you to a while ago, uh, my assistant, uh, he led he led some of the team and uh, they saw four people, four young people just get radically healed on the street. And, you know, miracles, Jeff, it always gives the opportunity to be able to talk about the person that healed. And mm-hmm. um, and its name is Jesus. And mm-hmm. my heart is like stirred because we're seeing a stirring across America of young people saying, I want to openly display the raw power of God. I want to preach the gospel. And, uh, really and then while these guys were out on the streets, mm-hmm. I was in the truck. They said, Chris, you want to come in the truck and open air? I said, absolutely. So I'm with these young guys, you know, they're just young 20 year olds, man just passionate about preaching the gospel and we're open air preaching the gospel as we're driving downtown. I mean, people are all over the place and we've got Bibles and we're just, we're handing out, we're throwing out Bibles and people are on the streets. I mean, they're responding and there was like, yeah, I want a Bible. I want a Bible. I want a Bible. I want a Bible. I mean, literally chucking these Bibles out and just (laughs) amazing uh, opportunity. Making it rain, but with Bibles, you're like, literally, literally, Yeah, just literally. And so, I mean, that was Friday night. It, it was it was so powerful. Was so excited to be a part of that and to see these young people mobilized to preach the gospel. Wow. So, um, you know, you mentioned um, that it's great to to see a miracle happen on the street, praying for somebody, they get healed, and then to tell them about the person that made that all possible. Um, do you find it, uh, have you ever had people out when you're out, you know, cause you're very much like demonstration of the power of God. Um, and that's what I love about you, man. Cause I just really feel like that's where we're at in the body of Christ, where we've, we've tried to divorce ourselves from in an effort to try and ma- have things make sense and to present something to people that they can grab a hold of. And in a lot of ways, and lack for a better term, we've divorced ourselves from the power of God or tried to. Um, yep. And the only people that suffer in that process are the people that 
that divorce themselves from the power of God. Um, and so, um, do you find that that's like, that is like the easiest way to kind of break through that barrier is just to like, if you pray for somebody and they're like, yeah, sure. Sure. You can pray for me. All of a sudden they're like, Whoa, my elbow is better. Uh, do you feel like that is, is a lot that that's like a fast track to, to get to their heart and for the gospel to penetrate into their hearts or rather than like getting into like apologetics, I think is more what I'm trying to get at. I, I think that people that, that are anointed for apologetics and they, and they feel anointed and called in that vein, mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, apologetics has to lead to something. It, sure. it doesn't lead to just an argument. It, it leads to like an encounter with Jesus mm -hmm. and anyone that really has a heart for that. And that's their style. They have to trust that the Holy spirit is the greatest evangelist and the yeah. Holy spirit, not their debating is going to bring the conviction. It is mm. the, the person, the Holy Spirit. But I lean towards more power evangelism, Jeff. And I and I think that um, that this generation is desiring um, to be used by God. And yeah. I, I anytime I've seen someone get healed or someone has had an encounter through a word of knowledge, it definitely opens up the heart of individuals on a very on a very fast pace it it makes them more aware um that that um that god is real i mean you talk about someone's arm that just getting healed you mentioned arm and when you pray for that person and they're in pain and they're not in pain anymore then it, it then it begins to create a conversation well who did that who's the one behind that mm -hmm. and that is the introduction um to the person jesus christ but I also believe, too, that that um, the gospel in itself is powerful when someone preaches from a conviction that mm -hmm. the Lord can save and they, they preach from that conviction that Jesus saves, heals and delivers without even a miracle taking place beforehand. The miracle is in the gospel. Mm -hmm. And when they proclaim it with the conviction, um, people get saved, people get yeah. healed and people get delivered. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. Love it. Okay. I, I always tell people this, Jeff, and and uh, man, we got so much to talk about. I'm excited. I know. <laughs> I, I always tell people, don't wait to receive a word of knowledge to share your faith. Don't wait for a miracle to happen to share your faith. We want that to take place. We we're believing that to take place as we step out. But don't wait for that. And a lot of people are waiting to hear a word of knowledge to do something for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Or they're waiting to see a miracle to step out. I say this, step out, share the gospel, and you will see miracle signs and wonders take mm -hmm. place. Yeah. So good, man. So good. Um, well, I just to uh, sidestepping comment, I, not to derail our flow, but I was just curious, uh, from your experience, um, have you seen people get healed when you pray for them? Like it could be somebody who's, I mean, not a believer and, and do they have to come into agreement of, yes, I'm sure I believe Jesus can heal me. And then you pray for them. Or have you seen people get healed just by someone standing there and they're like, Oh my goodness. Whoa, I'm healed. Like, have you seen both or do you find it's one or the other, like more of them coming into agreement with the prayer? Like I've always been curious about that. Yeah, well, well, in the church, I, I see it. Um, well, God's sovereignty. I mean, it's his grace. And so uh, we through his grace, God can heal someone whether or not they're even in agreement just because mm -hmm. God is God mm -hmm. and God loves them. 
And I mean, let's let's look at Lazarus, right? Lazarus didn't have a choice in the matter. Uh, Lazarus was dead. Yeah. Jesus raised him from the dead, you know? Yeah. And Good so, point. but I, I, but I do believe that the Lord looks for faith as well. But if someone is not a Christian, they don't have faith. And, and uh, so they don't, they're not believing that the Lord could do it, but the believing believer that's praying for them believes that God can show up right now and touch that person's life and they can be healed. Hmm. Come on, come on. All right. Well, we've got, um, we've got a video of this Tennessee thing really quick, and then we'll jump into some testimonies because, bro, I got to hear. Come on. I got to hear some testimonies. We're to hear so, some testimonies, man. Yeah. All right. So we're going to play this video really quick, and then we'll be right back. And we want to announce that there is a healing power being released, and his name is Jesus Christ. And if you need hope today, his name is Jesus. If you need a fresh start today, his name is Jesus. If you need healing today, his name is Jesus. And we are here to lift up one name that is above every other name. It is the name of Jesus Christ. And we're going to celebrate. We're going to have fun today. We've got some great things that are going to happen. And we're going to just begin to kick this thing off today. You know how many people are excited? I want you to shout right now. Come on, just give big Jesus a hand clap. That's a great video, girl. Thank you, Jeff. We had so much fun, man. I mean, every city that we go to, I mean, it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Okay, so last weekend, or was this, this was from last weekend, right? This was last weekend. Yeah. Okay, so testimonies, bro. Okay, so I'm preaching the gospel, Jeff. And as I'm preaching the gospel, right around the corner, there's a Dollar General. Our sound guy as I make the call for people to repent and turn their life to Jesus. And I talked about how repentance and faith goes together. You can't, you can't divorce them. They're, they're like, they're like twins. I mean, they go together. Uh, As I begin to make that call, this woman drops her groceries at the dollar general uh, right outside the dollar general. And she comes forward, man and gives her life to Jesus Christ. Um, some of the team said that she got healed as well when the word of knowledge was called off, that she mm-hmm. got healed. And I mean, that is the power of the gospel. And we, we you know, another, some other testimonies is we go into deliverance as well. And so after people give their life to the Lord, um, I explain that now just as Jesus is forgiving you, who do you need to forgive? Wow, man. Because you've been empowered to, to forgive because yeah. you've been forgiven of all your sins. That's and so I, I begin to lead people corporately in a prayer of, of forgiveness um, from a place of receiving forgiveness. And uh, I had them pray this prayer like this, Jesus Thank you for forgiving me of all my sin. I forgive. And I ask them, Holy Spirit, show them who they need to forgive. I forgive. And I say, name their name. Name it out loud right now. I forgive this person for everything they've done to me and everything they haven't done for me. And I break the chains of unforgiveness and torment right now in Jesus' name. So people begin to forgive all around the place. They just begin to get get touched by the power of God and forgive. And forgiveness 
is so important for the new disciple to step in and walk in is because they receive it. So they get to give it away. Mm. I mean, just some amazing things like that took place. Jeff. Wow. I mean, I've never seen, honestly, Chris, I've never seen any kind of a service where people come to the Lord and then they say, okay, now you forgive. But it is so important. I'm my wife and I both are very big on forgiveness, um, that topic too. And uh, I've never, I've never, but it's so important to the walk of the believers walking in forgiveness. So I'm even having this like aha moment right now of like, bro, like I've never, <laughs> I've never thought of like coupling those two together, but it's so huge. And then also, I mean, I, I've heard from a lot of people that operate in healing and, and all of that, um, that forgiveness is so important to actually being healed as well. So uh, sometimes it, it is, is sometimes it's directly connected that uh, there are individuals that have been holding on, you know, uh, people that have been having stomach issues. I've seen people that when they begin to forgive that the stomach issues that they've had, that they're healed. And um, there are, you know, unforgiveness, Jeff, is like one of the major things that is tolerated in the body of Christ. And, you know, people say things like, well, you don't understand what they did to me. And whenever someone says that, you know, they don't understand the gospel. You know, they don't understand what Jesus has done for them and how Jesus forgave them of all their sins. But I've seen people as they have gone through forgiveness that they themselves was delivered and they were healed. And uh, there are many believers that, that, that are walking around in the church that live with a chip on their shoulder and they live with bitterness. And yeah, I mean, the word of God teaches us in Matthew 18 that we have to forgive. Otherwise, tormentors will be released on us. And there are a lot of people that they can't sleep at night because they are tormented um, through unforgiveness and they're holding, holding on, holding on. And so that's why we want to teach those new believers right away, Jeff, that they have been forgiven of all their sins. And so because they have been forgiven of all their sins, they get to forgive other people and mm. the Holy Spirit to show them, okay, who do you need to forgive? And for the watch, for the, for the viewers right now that are watching, you know, if you pray for someone and, and you lead someone to the Lord, you can just simply explain, okay, you've been forgiven of all your sins right now. And just as you've been forgiven, who do you need to forgive? And just ask them if you can lay your hand on their head or their shoulder and say, Holy Spirit, show them who they need to forgive. And then ask them, who's the first person that comes to your mind? Who's the individual that's coming to your mind right now? Or who's a name that's coming to your mind right now? And then begin to lead them in a prayer. Thank you, Jesus, that you've forgiven me of all my sins. And now I choose to forgive this person, have them name their name and say, I shut the door of unforgiveness and torment and I release them and I bless them. Mm. And the blessing is cool. Well, well, dude, I mean like that act of saying, I forgive you or I forgive them or whatever is really powerful. And the pride that gets broken off in that act of saying, I'm sorry, is huge, man. And I've shared this on the show before, but where I really started learning this, I was like in my early twenties. And I remember I was in a, I was in a rickshaw in India 
I was on a mission trip and there was someone that I was actively, I was talking out loud because the, the dude driving didn't speak English. So I was just like talking out loud to the Lord. And I was like, God, if, if they would just say, I'm sorry, I could move on. There was somebody that hurt me. And he said very clearly, and it was just like this lump in my throat. Like came and he said, Jeff, you need to forgive them as if they've said, I'm sorry, because they're not going to forget. They're not going to apologize. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Like he showed me the condition of their heart. And he was like, I have stuff that I want for you now, but you need to forgive them. And I remember going through that process. It was really hard, but saying I'm choosing, I forgive you saying, I forgive you released so much in my life. Like the weight just lifted off my shoulders and it was like, yeah, man. So I can definitely uh, testify to that reality that forgiveness is so important as a believer. So yeah. All right, yeah. Chris. Oh, right, go ahead. I, I just recently, uh, I was on a trip somewhere and I met with someone that I've been um, just pouring into and, and um, starting to disciple. And he shared with me on how he was falsely accused of something um, years ago. And, um, and he went to prison for it. And he has been holding on to bitterness for years. And, and as I was talking with him, um, I said, your next step in your journey, um, you know, as a disciple and following Jesus is you have to forgive. You have to forgive the people that falsely accused you and sent you to prison. You have to do this for yourself. Mm. And, um, and it was amazing because like, like what you were talking about, it was hard. It, it was hard. And I, and I said to him, I said, you know, listen, your mind sometimes is going to, there's going to be sometimes these, these thoughts of what they did to you. And you've got to be able to take those thoughts captive. And from a place of your heart, from your heart, you've got to say, I forgive you. I release you. I forgive you. I release you. And I bless you. And sometimes it's like, you know, you need to do it over and over and over again until there is no motion of, of that feeling of anger and hate um, towards the individual. All you feel when you know you're forgiven is love for that person. Mm -hmm. That's good, man. That's really good. Because that is where a lot of people quit is they go, all right, well, I did it, but all of a sudden it's back. And then you get frustrated with yourself or you, you know, you beat yourself up. And then it's just like, you kind of just, you know, get back in allegiance with this unforgiveness because you're like, you thought that it was just going to go away once, but it's like being aggressive. The enemy is going to be aggressive with you. He doesn't want you to forgive. He wants your heart to stay hard. Chris, can you do me a favor? And can you just lead people through this process really quick? Cause I think there's, there's some people that aren't going to listen to anything else we're saying. Because yep. they're stuck in that spot right yep. now. Yeah, uh, I want to pray for you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would begin to reveal to individuals that they need to forgive. Show them right now. Okay, so what I want you to do, the first person that comes to your mind, I want you to say this. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me of my sin. And I choose to forgive these individuals. Now I want you to begin to name their name. If it's just one person, name that one person's name. 
if it's multiple people right now, I just want you to begin to name their names. And I want you to say it from your heart. Say, I forgive them and just begin to list their names right now. I forgive them. And say this for everything that they have done to me. And everything that they haven't done for me. Say it again. I forgive them for everything they've done to me. And I forgive them for everything they haven't done for me. In Jesus, I break the chains of unforgiveness and torment right now. And just as you've forgiven me, I forgive them and I release them. And I pray a blessing over them. In the name of Jesus. And just I want you to take a moment right now. If that person is not saved, I want you to begin to pray over that person right now that they would get born again. Um, I want you to just begin to pray from a place of love and compassion in your heart for that individual right now. I just want you to pray for their soul and uh, just pray a, a prayer like this. Lord, I thank you for them. I thank you that you love them. And from my heart of love and compassion. I pray that they would be saved right now. Open up their eyes. Take away the blinders in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray blessing upon them. And just as the spirit will lead you right now, just begin to pray blessing upon them, blessing upon them, blessing upon them in Jesus' name. Lord, everyone that has forgiven, Lord, I pray that you would bless them. I thank you. Many of you right now, just message in. Just, just let us know what's happening. Many of you are feeling a weight come off of your chest right now. Many of you feel like, oh, my gosh, it's just something happened to me. And uh, we want to know about it. So just message in right now of what God just did in your own heart, in your own life. Hmm. Yeah. Someone's being healed right now, Jeff. Someone's being healed right now, just as you begin to forgive, your abdomen on your right side is being healed. There was a there was someone that had a lump on their right side, and the Lord is healing them in their right side right now. Lord, I thank you for your miracle power right now in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. There are other individuals that weren't able to sleep. In fact, three nights ago, you were tormented in your night sleep, in, in the night season. You couldn't sleep three nights ago. And I'm speaking to someone right now. Uh, just message us in and message us in. Something's happening to me. Yeah. And the Lord is healing you right now. Now, the Lord is healing you and those night terrors and the, the, the fear that you have at night is being broken right now by the power of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and that God is giving you peace and no longer will you will you go to bed afraid, but you'll go to bed in peace in the mighty name of Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Thank you, Lord. I also see that there is a young woman, that there is a relationship being restored with her mom. There is a there is a relationship being restored right now with young women and their moms. And I pray a blessing over you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. There's also some individuals here that that, that you've been confused in your identity because you were taken advantage of when you were younger. And the Lord is healing you right now and he is restoring you right now. And there is there is hope coming inside of your heart right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Just message us in. Just let us know what the Lord is doing in your heart. We want to rejoice with you. We want to mm -hmm. celebrate what the Lord is doing in your heart and your life right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I felt 
I felt like some people were getting really, really hit during that. So that's really good. Thank you for doing that, Chris. It's an honor, man. Yeah. It was an honor. All right. More testimonies, man. That was one. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, we, uh, you know, whenever we go into a community, we want to always look for what are people already doing? You know, because we, we don't feel like when we go into a community that we're the heroes. Right. There's only one hero and his name is Jesus. You know, we are just his ambassadors and there's locals there already that, um, they've been doing this stuff. They've been plowing, they've been going for it. And, you know, there's a gentleman called Papa Joe, Papa Joe in the area that we're in. And he is, he has dedicated his life to serving the community that we're in. And uh, they made a movie about it. And uh, we'll get you, we'll get you the link on that, that movie, but it's phenomenal. And so some other testimonies is we just saw some kids. We saw some young kids. We were able to give some stuff away. And the, you should have saw some of the kids' face when they got bicycles. And, you know, it's just some of the young kids. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. amazing. But it's always a testimony, Jeff, to be able to see pastors coming together in regions where they don't do that. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we do what we do is because we want to see pastors work together for the harvest. And, uh, and we saw pastors coming together and saying, we want to serve our community wow. together. And so the testimony is that these pastors, after we leave, they're still there and they're going to begin to work together. And um, of course, we saw people getting saved. Of course, we saw people getting healed and, and which is the greatest miracle of salvation. But we love seeing pastors, you know, when we leave, that they make a commitment to work together. Mm, that's huge, man. That's huge. You it know, and that, that one of the big words right now that I see floating around, it's one that I've even heard the Holy Spirit speak to me is just unity, unity amongst denominations, unity amongst generations. Um, You know, and, and that I love what you said about how you guys go in and you don't, you guys aren't the heroes. You're not going into like, okay, step aside. It's our turn. Like you're coming alongside the efforts and the labors that have been going on in these communities with the uh, the, the boots on the ground. Yep. Um, and I think that is such an appropriate response. Um, there's a lot of humility involved in that. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure you're glad to do it, you know, it, because it's a lot less effort. If you're coming alongside and just helping continue to build whatever someone's already been building um, and what God's been doing through those people, that's, that's a better way, man. It's a better way. It is. And, you know, uh, around 90% of the artists, um, worship leaders, rappers, you know, that got on the stage, they're all local. They, mm. they weren't us, you know, uh, there was a few of us on stage, but it was, it was locals um, that, that was primarily the voice, the voice on the stage. And the stage is just a tool. That's all it is. You know, our mini gospel truck, we had it in the, the Bay area a few months ago. And we had 10 churches coming together and they were utilizing it. And, and so it helps create this unity um, we're seeing, and it helps create opportunity for young evangelists. And, mm-hmm. you know, our vision is we want to see, you know, a mini gospel truck 
in every state of America we, because we believe it's harvest time and uh, it, the time is now. And there are so many young people that are looking for an opportunity to open air, preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I think, why not now? Yep. This is the time. And let's help get the gospel out. And let's come alongside of people. And uh, let's visit, Jay. you know, Jeff, I'm 44 years old. I'm getting ready to turn 45. You know, uh, there are a lot of 20 year olds that just need guidance. Mm -hmm. they, they just need, they need a coach. They need someone to come alongside of them and says, hey, what do I do? I've got all of this passion, but I don't know how to direct my passion. That's what we want to do. We just want to come alongside these young people and say, man, the, the youth that you have, the, 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 the energy that you have, the fire that you have, that's from the Holy Spirit. Let us help you direct that passion that. to win the lost. I love that, man. It's so awesome. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of talk about a lot of coverage of various revival things happening throughout the United States. Um, have you, because you guys obviously go around a lot of different places. You get a lot of you know, neighborhoods and all that kind of stuff. Have you found that there is just a different spiritual climate now in terms of people's level of hunger and response to the gospel? Have you guys felt, has there been like a, a noticeable shift within people's hearts that you've seen? Absolutely. I've seen more of a um, openness of the gospel, mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I've seen great, it, it's, it's interesting. You see great resistance you see great uh, agendas to oppose the gospel. Sure. But then, then at the same time, you're seeing there are so many people that are so open. I mean, we give away Bibles. I mean, we, we've got thousands of Bibles, these new little testaments that we're able to, you know, give away and distribute. And we've been seeing more people open right now for a New Testament than we ever have before. I mean, cool? it's amazing. I mean, my Lyft driver, um, the other day he picked me up and um, I mean, the guy was just, I mean, he was smoking so much marijuana <laughs> um, prior prior to him picking me up. And, uh, and my gosh, as soon as I got home, I had to change my clothes, man. But, but I began to talk to him about the gospel. And I began to share with him, you know, my testimony, what Jesus did in my life. And he was so receptive, Jeff. I mean, he took a Bible. He thanked me. And I think people are looking for hope right now. Mm -hmm. I, I, with everything that's going on, people are looking for hope. And God's just stirring up people to say, just take that step, share your faith, and get a Bible in someone's hand, pray for someone, you know, a step out in faith in the workplace, you know. It's harvest time. So cool, man. So cool. Uh, all right. Give us give us one more testimony before we move on. Okay. I'll let's see here. No pressure. Uh, yeah, there's I mean, we got <laughs> we got so many. Um uh one of the one of the things can I share a testimony about um I don't know if I shared last time about me leaving Phoenix, Arizona. I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and um yeah, and we prayed so. for this woman um that that um uh, that was in a parking lot. The power of God came on her and she got set free of witchcraft. Wow. No, it's not ringing a bell. So go for okay. it. Yeah. So we, we were on a trip recently in Phoenix, Arizona, and, um, and we were doing some training, equipping and evangelism. And, um, and we went, uh, we just prayed, Holy Spirit, where do you want us to go? I was with some of the pastors there. And uh, we ended up at the Ross parking lot of Ross is, you know, clothing department mm -hmm. store. 
And um, these two ladies are walking out. And um, and I just feel in my heart, the Lord's going to do something. And so I, I had the, the pastor's wife and the pastor approach someone else. And these two ladies, one of them had a pain in their back. I could just feel it in my heart. So I approached them. And sure enough, um, they had pain in their back. And uh, one of them got healed by the power of the Lord. Wow. And then I began to talk about forgiveness. And I talked about surrendering your life to Jesus. And she just tears began to flow, man. And um, she began to pray right there to, to surrender her life to Jesus Christ. And then she began to forgive other people that have done her wrong. And she's tears just flowing, man. And then I said, by the spirit of the Lord, I said, and there's things at your house that has to do with witchcraft. And you, you got to get rid of it. You got to shut the door. And I said, does this make sense? And she says, yes. And then she also had like this necklace on this witchcraft necklace on. And I said that that is something too. That's going to prevent your walk with Jesus. You got to get rid of it. And she took that thing off, man. And she repented of it and she threw it in the garbage can. And uh, I just think, man, what would it look like? What would it look like if we saw a generation that moved in the power of the spirit and confronted demonic spirits and said, and said, we got to shut the door. This is what I'm seeing right now in the spirit, Jeff. And I wrote about it in my recent book that's going to come out. And that is, I believe across America, we are going to see Harry Potter books burned. Mm. I believe that we are going to have pastors and leaders in America, that there's going to be a prophetic edge come upon pastors and leaders in America to be able to say, we are going to have a corporate repentance time. Wow. And we are going to invite people to repent of any forms of witchcraft and they will have bonfires and they will throw their Harry Potters in it and they will throw any form of witchcraft in it. We're going to see a move of God take place of repentance from wow. witchcraft. Wow. So the book, you mentioned the book, it's this one right here. It comes out October 3rd, Capturing Heaven's Attention. Let's talk about it, man. Yeah, that the whole book is about capturing heaven's attention through abiding with Jesus and quickly responding in obedience. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and through the book, I talk about what worship is that worship is not about a place or a space, but it is a heart condition. It is a yieldedness of a heart that says, God, I love you so much, but whatever you tell me to do, I want to obey you and I want to follow you. And from that, that becomes worship to Jesus Christ. It mm. becomes a fragrance to the Lord of a life that, that lives for him and says, Lord, you are king. And oftentimes in our worship services, I love our corporate worship services, but, but worship is not contained in the four walls. And, right. and we right. can't have a, a, a dis empowering belief system about Jesus, that that's what he's desiring is just corporate worship gatherings on Sunday. He, he loves the worship if it's worship in spirit and truth, but he wants more than just a Sunday. He wants a heart that is yielded that will obey him anytime and anywhere. Hmm. Wow. Man. So how long how long have you been writing this book, Chris? So I started this book um, um, last year, 
2022. I started it in September. But what I did through the book is I just took stories over the years of, of testimonies of me hearing the Lord speaking and then stepping out and mm. uh, and how that became worship. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. You know, I think I've shared on the on the broadcast here before of one testimony. I was in a I was in a worship gathering um, at at Bethel Church for a leaders' event, and um, and the Lord spoke to me in worship. The first song that came on, He says um, He says to me, "If you want to be where I'm at, leave right now." He begins to speak to my heart. Oh yeah. And so I I I leave. And next thing I know, the Lord says, I want you to go to this particular street. I want you to pray for this individual. And um, and and God shows up in a powerful way. And, and this gentleman's life, Gerald, has been radically changed. And I mean, God's doing some amazing things through his life. So I share testimony after testimony after testimony of hearing the Lord speak and then stepping out in faith. And throughout the whole book, my whole inspiration of writing the book is I want to inspire Fire people that they have been wired to hear the voice of God and step out in faith. And when they live a life of faith, that becomes worship to Jesus Christ. Mm. It becomes worship. Because remember in John chapter four, the woman came, comes to Jesus and, you know, they're having a conversation. Jesus meets her at the well and she came to get, you know, regular water, but she left with living water. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she wanted in John chapter four to make it about a place or a space of worship. But Jesus said, I'm looking for worshipers that will worship in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes, like there have been numerous times that I've been in church and I talk about it in the book where the Lord says, I want you to leave right now. I want you to pray for this person. Now, if I have the religious mindset that I'm in the presence of God and the presence of God, if I step out of the building, the presence, I'm leaving the presence of God, I'm going to lose a lot of opportunities. But when we recognize that the presence of God is with us wherever we're at, in the workplace, in the coffee shops, wherever we go, and we turn our heart's affection to the Lord, and that whatever he says, and we obey him, that becomes worship to him. Mm. And I would have missed a lot of opportunities, Jeff, if my sure. mindset was just that uh, worship is what I do on Sunday. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people have missed a lot of opportunities because of that mindset, Chris, honestly. Um, and this is exactly what, um, I mean, this is like hearing God, being obedient to him, um, I would say is like, it really seems like it's one of your life messages and it's something that you're really about. And like, when I, when I think about you, that's one of the things I think about is how your life demonstrates that. And that it's impossible to not be inspired to go do that as well. Um, which I think is, is, uh, what God desires from your life. He desires that from all of our lives is to be that, uh, cause it does mean that sometimes you're going to be the odd man out, right? Like you're going to be the one that uh, is going against the status quo, but that's going to inspire others around you to be like, yeah, I guess I, I probably should be doing that too. You know? So uh, and, yeah. And man. there's a tension, Jeff, I, I've felt numerous times where the Lord has asked me to step out 
And I feel like, well, what, I've had the thoughts, well, what will they think? You know, I'm around a bunch of leaders. What will they think? Oh, Chris is leaving. Why is, why is he leaving? You know, yeah. um, you know, all these thoughts I've, I've went through that or, mm. or I've, I've been asked to speak somewhere and they've flown me out to speak at their church. And, and then next thing you know, I, I say, I'm sorry. You're AWOL. <laughs> I mean, I've had to go through, th- I, I've, I've worked Man, through that. Yeah. Like, what are you, are you kidding me right now? And, yeah. um, and it's like, he tests me at times to say, um, Chris, are you, um, is, is this, um, is this real? Uh, are you, are you really going to do what you preach about? And I've been tested. I've yeah, been man. tested, Jeff, quite quite a bit. Well, that's encouraging to me, and that's encouraging to I know everyone else listening too, because there's certain things that God has prompted me to do. And quite honestly, Chris, there have been times that I've legit just not done it because of the things that you just described as like hurdles and the tension you feel like, oh, what are they gonna think if I I don't want to send the wrong message that I'm leaving? but I'm not leaving because I am protesting. I'm not leaving because I'm against this, you know? Yeah, man, absolutely. I've, I've had those moments, you know? So yeah, it sounds like this book is for me too. So hey, man, it's going yeah. to be a great book and yeah. inspire people. Yeah. So October 3rd, everybody is the release date. Is that locked in like October 3rd or is that tentative? That is the goal. October 3rd, it is going to be released. And so awesome. uh, published by uh, Destiny Image mm-hmm. and um, and Bill Johnson's done the forward and um, very excited about what, what God's going to do through the book and how it's going to happen. Awesome. All right, man, let's talk about something really exciting that you guys have planned. Um, and it's a it's an e-course. Let's talk about yep. the e-course. Yeah, we, you know, man, I'm so excited about this, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know, in my travels, wherever I went, I have had pastors say, we need help with evangelism. We need help with evangelism. Um, can you help us? Can you, can you do something? And I, and I, and I heard that and um, I said, well, what can I give to pastors and leaders after I leave? Or how can I prep a church? And, and then how can I help the body of Christ in a greater way get activated in evangelism? And we created a, a free e-course. And, um, and so we've got 16 different videos that help train and equip people um, to step out, hear the voice of God, preach the gospel, know their own Jesus story, the ABCs of the gospel. I mean, what what is the gospel? How to communicate the gospel, uh, the power of evangelism. I mean, we've got all these topics in it and we made it free and we just want to get it out. And it's and it's been out, I think, for around six weeks now. And we've got downloads in 43 states of America and wow. 33 nations. And wow, uh, and we're just so excited. We want to be able to get it out. Our vision is we want to see 100 nations go through this course. And so it is out. It is available. All the information is on our website at CompassionateAction.com. All right, I'm gonna play the video really quick. We got a video that that promotes it, so check it out, guys. The number one need I'm hearing from pastors all across America is to see the body of Christ trained and equipped to share the gospel. Because of this need, we want to invite you to be a part of a free eight-week evangelism course that will help teach, equip, and activate the everyday believer to share the good news of Jesus Christ. 
It is perfect for individuals and small groups within your church or your ministry. Some of the topics that we're going to be covering is how to discover your Jesus story and share it, what is the good news, and how the Holy Spirit is the greatest evangelist and how the Holy Spirit wants to partner with you. We have a vision to see a minimum of 10,000 people this year make a commitment to go through this course and start sharing the gospel every day. When we only have one life to live, let's live our life as it makes sense in the light of eternity. Register today at CompassionAction.com. Mm, so cool, man. What a great resource. Thirty, You said 33 nations have signed up so far? Nations. Yep, 33 nations. 77 to go. Yep. Oh, yeah. So exciting, man. What a great resource, though. Seriously. Thank like, you. And how long are each session? You said it's 16 sessions. How, how long are yeah, these? They're approximately around uh, 25 minutes apiece. Okay. And so I've got the teaching session, and then I've got a roundtable uh, discussion with pastors and leaders and some of our team members. And mm. so we discuss the topic that I covered. And, uh, man, it's, it's, it's fire. And mm. we're, we're excited about uh, people getting activated and sharing their faith. And, you know, you imagine, you know, 10,000 people sharing their faith every single day. That's our goals, a minimum of 10,000. Well, that's 3,650,000 people just through equipping. In one year alone, would have an opportunity to be able to hear the gospel. Mm. And that's, that's our goal this year is that we'd see a minimum of 10,000 people. Wow. Go Man, every church should sign up for this and do it together with their congregation. All right. So if any of you guys listening have that uh, ability, um, there is a link. I made it really easy for you guys. There's a link in the description under the stuff we talked about section. You click that link. It'll take you right to the page to register for this. And it's free, right, Chris? Free. We love it's free. free. It's, it's available. Just download it. It is free. Yeah. Come and it's on. quality too. It's not, it's not cheap. Yeah. And you guys, have you been posting some videos on, I, on your Instagram of that round table section? Is yeah, that what yeah. that's from? Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. been good stuff, man. Little snippets. Thanks. I was like, man, that's good stuff. So, all right, everybody, um, you know what to do. Click the link, register for free. It's great. We made it super easy for you guys. Um, I might even do it myself, Chris. <laughs> yeah, you should check it out. Give us some yeah. feedback. We love to be able to hear. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Well, I would love for you to pray for people just as we close this out. This has been a really great, really empowering episode. Um, hopefully, people have been really, I know people have been really charged up. Like, just like, man, yeah. Why? I should be telling people more about Jesus. So uh, go ahead and pray for people, man. Lord, I just thank you for every viewer right now. Lord, we just bless them right now. Mm. We we just bless them. Holy Spirit, touch them right now. Lord, I pray for people that have never experienced your presence before. Lord, I pray for people that have never experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Touch them right now. Fill them, Lord, right now with your presence and your power. Lord, I pray, God, for your boldness. Lord, I pray for your anointing to come upon them right now in Jesus' name. Some of you right now are feeling feeling the presence of God all over your hands. It's like your hands are getting warm. Lord, I pray for your healing presence to move through them 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we bless them right now in Jesus' name. Someone's back is being healed. I could just I could just sense it right now. Someone's back is being healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray blessing, blessing, blessing in the name of Jesus. Let them be fruitful. Let them multiply as they share the gospel in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless them. Amen, Chris. Man. Mm. All right. How can people follow you? Um, all that good stuff. Yeah, you can go to, our website, go to our website, compassiontoaction.com. Find out what we are doing, where we are going. Um, also, we'd love to be able to have you join us on a trip. We are starting that um, for our next trip in Phoenix, Arizona. All the information is online. You also check us out on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. We'd love to be connected with you. Mm, come on. And then also, if anybody wants to to, I guess, host a, a gospel truck? Can they re reach out to you guys on the website as well? Is that, can they Absolutely. do that? If you're interested in us coming out, um, you know, we'd love to be able to hear from you. Reach out to us and we'd love to hear your vision on how you want to be able to reach your community for Jesus Christ. And if you just want to be able to have your own event, contact us. And uh, we serve other ministries as well. We are not about just serving our ministry. We serve other ministries and we've helped um, do around 13 different events for other ministries that come alongside of them. So let us know how we can serve you. Mm, come on. Well, Chris, God bless you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. absolutely. Everybody have a blessed weekend. Have an epic weekend. Tune in on Monday when we've got Monday Martin back. So we got Monday on Monday. Huh? Um, and it's going to be a great show. That's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, ElijahFire.com is how you do, slash donate is how you donate. Uh, and all proceeds go towards keeping this free at five days a week, keeping us afloat. A lot of moving parts behind the scenes. So we really appreciate those donations. And we take a portion of every single donation and we funnel it into our partnership with Show Mercy International, Chris. That's right, man. Yeah. You guys are helping get wells all over the place in Uganda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Boom. So we really appreciate it. You guys have been super generous. So God bless you guys. And we'll see you on Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.